this morning. Amen? I just wanted to read this. Ray gave me this last week, and I wasn't able to read it. It was something that he wrote out. He says, The Spirit of the Lord, asking the Spirit of the Lord, grant us this prayer, that all can live as one with nature, peace, and that you would reign everywhere. Amen? Thank you, Ray. Hallelujah. Absolutely amazing. It's good to have Margaret here with us. I think that's fun, the fact that uh, she just uh, is fresh from a wedding, headed home to Boston. So it's not by chance. I'm sorry? Jasmine. Jasmine? Oh, I'm sorry. She wasn't here when I was back there. Good morning, Jasmine. Hello, hello. And for all of you that I didn't name by name, good morning, and I'm glad you're here. Dan, it's good to see you. Lord, I'm so grateful that you came this morning. Father, I'm glad that you're here. Holy Spirit, I just thank you so much for who you are. You know, it's just amazing, the atmosphere, the setting that's taking place that God is preparing. Um, I was just reflecting on the words that have come these last five weeks, the word on compassion, that we become the passion, compassion of Jesus or the Father, and then the unseen hand of the Father, that which is the peace and his rest and finding that place in him. Then in turn, that second word as uh, he is the one who has uh, enabled us. He's the one who has given us the seed to be sowers. Amen. And then the word that Debbie brought was that which is stay on the altar. Never, never leave his presence. Always be mindful that you are, you're the living sacrifice. And then the, Sean, the word that Sean brought last Sunday was the shadow, the hand of the unseen father, the expression of his love. And I just want to, uh, what time do you normally go over, Ray? You go over at 11? I usually go over by 11. Okay, I'm going to keep this to 11 o'clock. So I'm just going to encourage all of you to stay. Uh, a little something different this morning. I don't know about you, but uh, I could say for years, at least for three and a half years, but for months, I got all these questions just stirring, 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 stirring. Question after question after question of things that looking for answers, understanding and really wanting to. Um, align myself with the things that God is doing, not just the things that I'm doing or the earth is doing, but what God's doing to bring these parallels, if you will, uh, to accomplish what he desires to do. And so this morning I felt that it was uh, an opportunity for us to have a question and answer. Now I'm going to kind of just slow things down a little bit. Time of question and answer. But this morning, help me, Holy Spirit. Help me, help me, help me. The Father is the one who's going to ask the question. And we're going to answer. Help me, Lord, help me. If you just quiet your minds. Don't think about 11 o'clock and all the things that are waiting for you. Allow the voice of the Father, Father to just reach inside, bypass this enmity, this barrier. But open up your spirit and let Father ask you the questions. These are in the scriptures. These are not of my own doing. These are the scriptures. 
but you're not answering to me or us. I want you to answer that to him. However that question comes to you personally, allow that to be something that you just are right before Father and just bear your heart with him if you would. I'm going to go to Genesis chapter 3. This is the very first question that was asked by Father. Now again, just don't race. Don't even picture the rest of us around. Just picture yourself before the Father. Genesis chapter 3, verse 8. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam. And he said to him, Where? Where are you? This is Matthew 14, verse 30. But when he saw that the wind was boisterous, he was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. And he said to him, Oh, you of little faith, why do you doubt?
Matthew 8, 23. Now when he got into the boat, his disciples followed him. And suddenly a great tempest arose on the sea so that the boat was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We are perishing. But Jesus said to them, Why are you fearful? Oh, you of little faith. Mark 18, excuse me, Mark 8, verse 15. Then he charged them, saying, Take heed, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the leaven of Herod. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have no bread. But Jesus, being aware of it, said to them, why do you reason because you have no bread? Do you not yet perceive nor understand? Is your heart still hardened? Having eyes, do you not see? Having ears, do you not hear? And do you not remember? When I broke the five loaves for the 5,000, how many baskets full of fragments did you take up? John 21, verse 15. So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon,
son of Jonah. Do you love me more than these? Verse 16, he said to him a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Verse 17. He said to him a third time. Simon. Son of Jonah. Do you love me? Verse 18, more assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourselves and walked where you wished. But when you were old, you will stretch out. You will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. I've been crying out for weeks, desperate for myself, but also for all of you, those that are listening to the words. The words are powerful. They're living, they're alive, they're becoming part of your life. Jesus said, you're ever learning. You're ever learning that you're never coming to me that you might have eternal life. And it's my heart cry that as we move forward, because we are desperate, desperate for answers. So as in Father, One scripture that I left out where Jesus was telling the disciples and all those that were there, 
Obviously, the Pharisees' scribes were around. Jesus told them, you must eat of my flesh and drink of my blood to have eternal life. And the scriptures say that they were offended. And Jesus turned to his disciples and said, are you going to leave me too? See, this has got to be real for us. We talked about the things, I mean, JC, unless there's an intervention from God, Sandra will be with the Lord. All of us have a situation or a place that there is a need for answers or an intervention. But I hope that not just what maybe my voice has brought this morning, but the voice of the Father because of Genesis that was the first question that Father asked in the scriptures and he said Adam head of the household steward of humanity in my creation where are you it's not like God didn't know. Gave Adam an opportunity to really take an assessment. And so this morning, I want this to be something that's real for you personally. Because you need answers. But also, God needs your heart. Because it's all about relationship and his fellowship with you. And so I know we had the joyous and aggressive faith worship this morning. But we are in a place now where the fulfillment of the scriptures, second coming of Christ, a remnant, the overcomers, overcame by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. This is part of your testimony, is your answer. Yes, I do love you, Jesus. And I'll keep saying that I love you. Though I deny you, I love you. And yes, Jesus, my heart is hardened at times. When things get so difficult and this boat, this ship is about ready to tip over. But I believe you. I believe your word. I believe my relationship with you. I believe in this family. I believe in the prophetic word and the destiny and the culmination of all things. That I need you. I need the power of your Holy Spirit, those seeds of empowerment, of grace. But I also need this family. I need the cloud of witnesses. I need the angels that came, the ministering angels. You know, the more that I've looked at the scriptures when Jesus was in the garden, I've mistaken, I think I've mistaken the word. Because he said, Father, if it be possible, let this cup pass from me. 
And the Lord sent ministering angels to strengthen him. I always thought it was given the ability to walk out, walk to the cross. No. The word says that he was pouring out blood. He was saying, Father, strengthen me that I don't die before I can be the sacrifice. Father, don't let the the devil rob your intentions for my life that I might just die here in the garden because my body can't take it. My mind can't take it. The warfare, I can't take it. All of these are asleep. There's nobody with me. I'm alone in this. Do we not feel the same? Because we're taking up our cross daily. And man, we're saying, Lord, send those ministering angels that I don't die before that cross has its perfect work in me. So I'm hoping, I know the atmosphere, I know the foreboding presence of God. And I repent if this is just a personal crying out for myself, which I don't believe it is. Let this be a strength. Let's be an affirmation of who you are in God. Let this be a testimony of your life story. Psalms 139, look at the life that you've lived and where you are and where you've come from, yet what is still yet to be finished for all of humanity. A light to the world, a living testimony that surely we have overcome, not in our own strength. Only by the blood. Power's in the blood and the word of our testimony. So, Father, I hope, I hope this was you this morning. I don't know how else to do this. I do not know how else to do this. But in my weakness, Father, I declare your strength. And my frailty and the things that I either don't understand or the things that I've hardened my heart to or the things that I've ignored. But Jesus be glorified in all, all this transpired this morning. And thank you for Margaret, Lord, <laughs> coming in a setting that there is going to be a wedding that all of us are going to be a part of. For the spirit and the bride say come. We being the bride and the bridegroom. And we're not going anywhere because we're going to contend, we're going to believe, we're going to stay together, we're going to be those five virgins that we're going to contend that our lamps are full. And we don't have to go somewhere else, to someone else, to something else to give us the ability to wait. And to be ready. And we're going to do it together. And I trust that there are those, the remnant in the earth, that are responding just as we are. To be the announcement as John the Baptist. Repent for the Lord draweth nigh. He is coming. He is coming. 
Amen. So in the Lord, I bless you. And I trust everything that I've spoken in the scriptures is his word, not mine. Morning, John. And if his word goes out, will not fall to the ground, will not return void, because it is going to have its way. Whether I was in the way or not in the way, God is going to have his way according to his word. Because the word's gone out, right, Dan? And so just open up your hearts, not to me, but to his word. Let it be active and alive. Let it be real. Let it divide asunder. That very moment, wherever it was in this last 20 minutes or so, wherever it was become so real to you, don't let that go. Don't let him go. Don't let him go. Because he's not going to let you go. He will never let you go. Amen. So look at the person next to you. Whoever distance that is, so maybe make sure you look at uh, Jasmine back there. And there, Chris is all by himself over there. And Margaret, just smile at somebody. Say, God loves you and Jesus is coming soon. <laughs> yes. I was, as you were speaking, the same image of the throne. And Jesus sitting on the throne where I was getting, come to me, my children. I hear your cries. Amen. And it's like he's open to our cries, even the cries we don't want to cry out to him. He wants to hear our, our deepest pains, our deepest concerns with an open heart before the throne. Amen. Beautiful. But I do ask you, please, to uh, hold up J.C., Sandra. Um, she's getting wonderful care, uh, which isn't always the case in their experience. But what's so comforting is is that uh, the one particular doctor J.C. really appreciates. And then the doctor's assistant was so cool, and this, this is just God. What's your mother's name, JC? The doctor's assistant's assistant, her name is Lucia. And so JC told her that his wife, excuse me, his mother's name was the same. And she says, nobody, nobody carries that name. That was for JC. Could be an angel. Who knows? That's God's love and his purpose. So, Margaret, we just bless you a safe trip. Let this morning be in the fellowship of the saints. Let it be so real. It was something that was, I, I really try to be a good listener. She was talking about um, where you can be in a setting and sometimes the watering down of the truth uh, can happen. And that she is fervent for truth, for present-day truth. And she was just passing by, 
saw the sign, not by chance. Thank you for being a part of us. Jasmine, we had her over for dinner the other night. You need to talk to that young lady. She's crazy. She really is. She's the oldest, and she's the craziest of the family. Just ask her. She'll tell you. And she'll tell you that she's experienced the best salmon of her life. Which I, I grilled last Tuesday or whatever day it was. But be sure and embrace her. Take some time out. Uh, all of us are navigating. We're all on that kind of that ship where at any time it could feel like it's going to tip over. And sometimes it seems like, <laughs> Jesus, where are you? You just, you just can't sleep through this one. I, <laughs> I need your attention, you know. <laughs> this one could be serious. But there's just wonderful things that are happening in her life. But also pray for her family. And... Uh, and pray for dad. Dad's having a hard time with his oldest daughter being outside of his grasp. She's in a whole other state. And that's a hard thing to do for a dad and his daughter. So be sure. What's your father's name? Willie. Willie? Ooh. We got a Willie Bay coat down here. Where's Willie from? Arkansas. North Carolina. North Carolina. So that'll be an easy. I have to do word association or I'll forget. So thank you, Lord. We bring Willie before you, Lord. Tell him not to worry about his little girl. She's right where you want her. Amen. I'm sorry. Oh, I guess, yeah, okay, let's do the offering. Um, any other announcements? Anything? Oh, oh, thank you, Ben. He's waving to me to say away goodbye. I keep forgetting that thing is. Thank you, everyone. I hope that this is real for those that are even watching on Zoom. I hope you take time to just allow the Father to speak to you. So thank you for joining us. Pray for us. Pray for us. we got tabernacles. These tabernacles coming up sooner than we think. So really pray. So we love you and we bless you in Jesus' name.